Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. It's the holiday season, and of course, one of the most popular songs during this time of year is 12 Days of Christmas. And on Money in the Market, we're going to take a different look at the song and see how the so called gifts my true love sent to me have performed this year. So, we're going to try to take those gifts and link it up to a commodity and see where those prices stand. And who better to look at commodities than the commodity guru himself, international. Investor and author Jim Rogers joins us today. Mr. Rogers, glad to have you back. Happy holidays. I am delighted to be here, Hump, and happy holidays to you. Okay, so let's first start off with the first line of the song, which says, On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge and a pear tree. So, taking the pear from the song, let's talk about global food commodity prices. With supply chains heavily disrupted this year, how did global food commodity prices perform this year? Well, agri- Agricultural prices went up a lot earlier this year for, for, because of supply disruptions. Uh, they've come back down. I mean, nothing goes straight up every day. Uh, you do have corrections along the way. Agriculture has corrected for whatever reason. It's normal market corrections. But if I were a buyer of something, I would probably be buying agricultural commodities, not today, but soon. The risk about buying many things is that there's so much has been so much pessimism around that when there's a lot of pessimism, often something happens to break mm-hmm. the pessimism. For instance, if there were peace in Ukraine, I said if, I'm not predicting it, but if there were, agricultural prices and energy prices would come down dramatically. Right. If that happened, I would buy them. I would mm-hmm. certainly buy them because it would be an opportunity to buy again. But agriculture, as many other things, have had got great supply disruptions facing it in the future. Mm-hmm. When there's supply disruptions, yeah. That means usually price goes goes up. Right, right. And on the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtle doves. And I mean, this this may be too far fetched, but doves are known to carry those olive branches, right? So olive branches make me think of olive oil. So how about palm oil? How have palm oil prices performed? Was there a weaker demand for palm oil this year? Well, like many other things, we've had corrections, and yes, they've been going down. Um, but I would not give up on palm oil if I were you or anybody else, because before this is all over, we're going to have much higher prices of most commodities, especially agriculture, because there's been so much money printing. And throughout history, when you have a lot of money printing, eventually it leads to inflation. And that means higher prices and real goods, real assets go up the most. Right, right. And this one um, for the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me three French hens. And of course, while this may not be a commodity-based question. Let's talk about the chicken prices here in Singapore after we witnessed these export ban from Malaysia earlier this year. While the ban has been lifted, how much has Singapore's chicken prices been affected by those four months of ban? Well, as you well know, as I just said, whenever there's supply problems, it, mm-hmm. there are price problems. Prices go up when you cannot get the stuff. Mm-hmm. You, either a black market develops or a real market develops and prices go higher. It's pretty simple. You would think politicians would know things like supply and demand by now. Somehow or another, most politicians everywhere in the world get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of chicken rice? 
<laughs> How can I not be? I live in Singapore. I've lived in Singapore for years. We love chicken rice here in Singapore. Anyways, on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me four calling birds. And when I think about birds, I think about Twitter. And I would like to talk about tech stocks as well. Tech firms, you know, have been largely affected by layoffs, U.S.-China tensions. And Mr. Rogers, are you a fan of tech stocks? That was a big jump to get to to to. <laughs> Tech stocks. Uh, no, I'm not. I I usually for two reasons. One, mm -hmm. I usually don't understand the technology, and right. unless I understand something, I don't like to invest. And second, because they're all often so very very expensive. Everybody mm. loves them. They get to be very expensive, and I rarely buy expensive stocks, and certainly not of company of industries that I don't understand. My 14 year old daughter knows more about technology than I do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, then on the fifth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me five golden rings. This, I believe, is your favorite topic. So let's talk about gold prices. How have gold performed this year? And it, it seems like it's recovering its shine as we head to the end of the year. Well, it's not my favorite topic, but it is a popular topic with me. I do like gold. I own gold. I have owned gold for many years, and I periodically buy more. I am not buying more at the moment, but if there's another correction, I hope I'm smart enough to buy more gold. Uh, it's not in your, your verse, but silver would be a better buy for me because it's down more. You know, silver's down something like 60% from its all-time high. Mm -hmm. Gold is fairly near its all-time high. So if I were buying one of them, I would buy silver today, but I'm not buying either. But I assure you, I'm not selling my gold. <laughs> okay. And on the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave me six geese selling. And did you know that geese love eating corn? <laughs> you are very good at jumping from one subject to another. Uh, yes, I know that geese like corn. I like corn too. So yes, and corn is an agricultural product, a wildly popular and important agricultural product. So everything I said about agriculture before applies. There will be a time, especially if there's a peace in Ukraine, there'll be a chance and a time to buy a lot of agriculture, including corn. Mm, I see, I see. And on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven swans a swimming. And when I think about swans, I think a lot about the specific brand that sells crystals and silver. So of course, let's turn our attention to silver. You earlier mentioned about silver. Did silver have a volatile year this year? Well, this year, uh, not compared to some things, but the all-time high on silver is about 50 US dollars an ounce. Mm -hmm. Today, it's about 20 US dollars an ounce, but that is not happened this year. Uh, but it has been going up and down in the last year. It's probably being between 16 and 30 in the last year. So it's around 20 now. You decide if that's volatility or not. I own silver. I'm waiting to buy more. And as I said, I'd rather buy silver than gold today because of price, but I'm not buying either yet. <laughs> so when you're saying that you're waiting to buy silver, when would it be the right time to buy silver for you? I don't have an answer to your question. I'm trying to avoid it. I usually mm -hmm. let the market tell me when to uh, when to buy. Uh, you know, if they collapse, that you, mm -hmm. if there's despair, I tr it usually attracts me and I usually want to buy. But listen mm -hmm. to Money FM, they'll tell you. <laughs> okay. Well, on the eighth day of Christmas, my true love 
gave to me eight maids of milking. So let's talk about soybean prices now. You know, the supply of soybeans has been rising, but demand is fragile. How has soybean prices performed this year? Uh, you're very good at this to get from eight maids of milking to soybean prices. Well, I took it from milk <laughs> and then soy milk and then soybeans. <laughs> okay, but to answer your question, soybeans have been affected like most other things, most agricultural products. You know, they were very strong earlier in the year because of the war. And since Ukraine and Russia both supply a lot of grains, a lot of agricultural products, they skyrocketed. But then as things calmed down a bit, and that's continuing. Most agricultures move more or less the same. Mm, I see. I see. And on the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine ladies dancing. And we know, we know, ladies love their desserts, me included. So how have sugar prices performed this year? Your transition is fabulous. You're, you're in the right business, that's for sure. Well, sugar is something that is high on my list uh, to buy. Uh, sugar is down something like 70 or 80 percent from its all-time high. Sugar has not been a great performer, but it didn't collapse or anything. Mm -hmm. But it's on my list of things just on a historic basis because sugar is down so very, very much from its all-time high. And that sometimes leads to an opportunity in any asset, especially an agricultural product. I see. I see. And you're going to love my transition on the next one. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 10 lords a leaping. And speaking of lords, let's turn to the oil kingdom. How did crude oil perform this year? They had a very volatile year as well. You are really, really good at this. Uh, I guess they were Middle Eastern lords since we're talking about, about oil. Uh, no, oil has been volatile in the last uh, couple of years. It's traded anywhere from something like 20 to 120. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's been strong this year. Again, the war made it strong because both Russia and Ukraine supply energy. And whenever there's war, the demand for energy goes up, even if the countries involved are not producers. Mm -hmm. So energy went up a lot. Energy has had a, is having a correction now. I don't sell your energy. Many mm -hmm. people are negative on, on oil and gas because of electricity electric cars, electric power, etc. But it's going to take a long time for solar power and electric cars to come to replace energy. And in the meantime, the known reserves of oil and natural gas all over the world continue to decline. So don't mm -hmm. sell your oil yet. Right. And let's talk more about natural gas, because on the 11th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 11 pipers piping. And for this one, Backpipes are, of course, common in Europe, and we cannot forget the energy crisis in Europe. So let's talk about natural gas. How much has the war in Ukraine and Europe's energy crisis affected prices of natural gas? Same thing. Energy is always affected by war because mm -hmm. people have to have energy to go to war, and also life continues normally. So energy prices usually go up during a war. Natural gas certainly did. Natural gas has gone up a good percent in the last two or three years for many reasons, supply reasons mainly. The Russians are big suppliers of natural gas. So natural mm -hmm. gas has certainly gone up. And if I look at the future, I would suspect it's going to be harder to replace natural gas than it is to replace oil, coal. So I would not give up on natural gas. And historically, mm -hmm. it's been much higher prices in the past. Mm, I see. I see. And lastly, on the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me 12 
12 drummers drumming. And finally, I want to talk about rubber. Well, while this song might not refer to electric drums, electric drums use rubber. And, you know, for rubber, glove makers shares skyrocketed at the peak of the COVID-19 outbreak. But once borders reopened, they did not perform as well. What about rubber? How has rubber performed this well, year? Rubber is probably down 15% more or less this year, uh, this calendar year. The reason you mentioned, partly the COVID, the virus has calmed down in many countries. I mean, China is still in serious lockdown, but most other countries have calmed down. The rubber prices had a hot time because of the virus. They've calmed down now. But remember, cars and trucks and tractors use rubber for tires. So there is an ongoing demand for rubber. And most economies have been pretty strong up until recently. So that means that there was a demand for tires and for rubber. Uh, I wouldn't sell your rubber. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Jim, for joining us today. Well, it's been my pleasure to watch your mind work and jump from one thing to another. <laughs> it's remarkable, remarkable. Well done. Well done. Thank, well, you. thank good, you. Good luck to good luck to Money FM. Thank you. And good luck to Hong Ben. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. We've been speaking to international investor and author Jim Rogers. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.